Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today, uh, we have a similar day as yesterday, but some uh, new pieces to the puzzle here. I threw in some new people, if you will. And you will soon find out. Okay, let's start at the top. I asked my wife this morning, who do you have a better relationship with? Your husband or your boyfriend? <laughs> I, I, I actually said, do you have a better relationship with your husband, which is myself, or God? And she's like, ooh, that's a, that's a good one. I'll have to think about that. And she scurried out the door. And when she came home for lunch, I never, never got into it with her. So maybe she's still working on it. But incidentally, I remember way back in 1998, I was in the Los Angeles area. And the mentality of a lot of the folks that I ran into out there are really more of a free-spirited, uh, easygoing, um, not saying they're not determined and focused, but more of a laid-back, liberal-type um, folks. Now, again, there's some conservatives as well, but the, the people that I was talking with in this bar uh, you know, fit that mold, if you will. And I was hitting it off with this, this girl that was engaged to the, uh, to the friend of the guy I was staying with. So there wasn't an issue of, you know, me, you know, trying to make moves on this girl or anything like that. I was tr truly being inquisitive, asking her questions and this, that, and the other thing. And she's like, you know, I, I do have a problem that maybe you could help me with. I said, oh, yeah, sure. What is it? She's like, my boyfriend is just a better lover than my fiancé. And I kind of grabbed my bottom lip with my thumb and forefinger. And I paused for a second. I said, well you do have kind of a problem there. And she's like, well, what should I do? I said, well, number one, you have to be true to yourself. You know, how would you feel if the shoe were on the other foot? She's like, yeah, I know, but that doesn't really help. I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you to break up with the guy that's, you know, 30 feet away from me right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That can beat me to a pulp, I said, why don't you pray about it? And she kind of, you know, lit up. She's like, all right, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And I said, because you're going down a slippery slope, to say the least. And then we went about the night and whatever happened, happened, but... Gosh, I was only 26 years old, maybe. 
You know, it's just, it's just weird that I, I never heard that in my life. Um, although, I was in a bar, again, <laughs> in Boston with my uh, buddy who went to Boston College, and this was post-college. And we're having a good time in this bar, and these three women uh, come up to me. And said, hey, we've noticed you, you know, in, in, in here doing whatever, or I don't know. We'd like to take you home tonight, and the three of us would like to be with you. I, I said, what, what do you mean, like intimately, sexually? <laughs> and they said, yeah. And I kind of shook my head, and I said... Is this an April Fool's joke? Because it was March 31st, and April Fool's... It might, actually, it was past midnight, so it was April 1st. And they're like, oh, yeah, it is. I'm like, oh, seriously? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and we became very friendly with those, uh, with those girls. And it was, you know, it was, it was kind of fun and neat in, in, in that respect. But it's amazing some of the things um, you, you run into when you're single, uh, even when you're not single. Anyhow, let's uh, shift gears here to Darren Hardy and his email message today. Use your head to achieve your goals. And he says, how to, how to program your brain for goal achievement? And it's, it was a, a very quick and simple video today, he basically said, you know, goals are instructions on what to look for and listen for every day. You know, if you're focusing on, um, you know, meeting attorneys or accountants or whatever, whatever it may be, you know, that you want to prospect with or or sell to, or, or meet. Your brain, as long as it's woken up in the morning of wanting to prospect or focus in on, you know, that type of, uh, you know, occupation, you'll run into those types of people. Um, you know, most people have a monetary goal, but you can't look at it like that, you know wanting to earn $100,000 a month has to be broken down to what do I have to do to obtain $100,000 a month? And then from there, that's when you can say, okay, well, I got to see, you know, X amount of people a day. I have to sell X amount of products or I have to make contacts to, you know, so many people. And you'll get accustomed to being in tune uh, to what you need. Um, and it's not just about BHAGs. BHAGs are bold, hairy, audacious goals. Big goals that you would never, ever think that you could achieve. And what you do, excuse me, what you need to learn, search, research, and the list goes on and on and on, 
But that's where we need to come from. You know, who do I need to be? What type of frequency do I need to be on? If I'm on this lower frequency, how do I get to that higher frequency? Well, you, you do that by thinking, acting, and truly being that person that earns that type of money or is that uh, person that owns those possessions or whatever it may be uh, in that respect. And it's relatively as easy as that, it, you know, it, it is. Um, now, I'm in the midst of doing that, so, you know, I mean, I don't want to, you know, speak out of school, but it's working uh, for me. If my wife was here right now, she'd be like, oh, really? Show me the bank account. <laughs> and I tell her right now, I'm laying the foundation for this uh, public, uh, excuse me, for this professional speaking um, career that, that I'm starting. And it's more than just professional speaking. It's nurturing relationships. It's getting to know different people. It's getting to bring them in touch with, with my uh, abnormalities, my insufficiencies, my bipolar, uh, my, um, I don't know, anxiety is the right term, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm high energy in a certain respect. Uh, so those particular things um, will, will work themselves out uh, in chasing my dreams. Because sometimes when you're chasing your dreams, you'll get derailed in a good way to go after something else. We must learn to say no if we want a bigger yes. And I think you all know what I'm kind of talking about here. We need to say no a lot in order to reach our goals. You know, our, our big, big yes. We need to say no. Uh, we need to say no to calling the Fitbit company because my watch isn't syncing uh, with my phone. Trivial stuff that I get consumed in sometimes. And wasting, you know, three quarters of an hour doing. Uh, I, I really need to focus on those things. And the insight of the day today is happiness. Happiness is not something ready-made, you know. It comes from your own actions, your own thoughts, your own feelings. You create it. You stir it. You add the sugar if you want or if you want it unsweetened. Happiness comes in a lot of different flavors, folks. But the point is, you need to drink the flavor that you like best. So try to keep that in mind. Uh, Sonia Riccati, this is a new addition to the podcast for me. Uh, she had a nice movie. Uh, it was more of a documentary called Unsinkable, and quite frankly, how to become unsinkable with life's 
circumstances, whatever they may be, you know, death, injury, debt, you know, any, any negative um, circumstances that can throw us for a loop. She basically said, listen, stop resisting. Let it go. Let go of the rope. Don't keep pulling. Don't keep pushing. Just accept it. Whether it's bad or something good that you can't handle, which I don't know what that would be, but nonetheless, accept it. Accept it for what it is. But do not give up. There's a difference between giving up and resisting. So the point that I want to drive home here through Sonia is those folks that are suffering from the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, um, uh, insurmountable amount of debt that they owe, uh, an injury, a mental illness like I suffer from, although I don't suffer from it anymore. I have it, but I choose not to let it consume me. I control it. But any one of the many things that you can be going through, and all at once at times, let it go. Take what you can handle and what you can change and do that if you must. The rest, let it go. Accept it. You know, embrace it. Embrace the death of your husband that just passed away. As hard as it may seem to do, let it go so that can work to your benefit. Because I'm a believer that, um, or at least I hope, that most people um, have the opportunity of getting to heaven. You know, and if they have to make a stop in, in a place to purify themselves so they can be ready for heaven, then so be it. But let, letting go of the death of a loved one, I'm not saying letting go of the memory, but letting go of the pain. And it can be done, but you have to practice it. Just like someone that can't swim, you can't just throw them in the deep end and tell them to move their arms. Because that's not going to work. Sonia also says, letting go of the negativity puts us in a better place, a better mood. It, it does. You know, I got $360,000 of debt that I have to pay back. Or whatever the number. Don't be consumed by it. You can make a statement, I owe $362,000. But I'm finding a way to chip away at it. And leave it at that. Don't get overwhelmed by it. And thoughts generally 
create the negative the negativity not the circumstance and what does Sonia mean by this uh, what she's saying is um, your son yesterday was involved in a horrific car accident is is in critical condition in the hospital um, you know obviously that's going to consume your thoughts, your anxiety, your worry, your doubts, your fears. But if you truly can let that go and have an inner peace that things are going to be okay regardless of the outcome, having that mentality is only going to better you and anybody around you. So these thoughts are what creates the worry, the pain, the doubt, the fear, the anxiety. Don't let that be the case with some of these circumstances. And she says, we have the ability to change our thoughts. You know, one method of thinking that led to negativity, you can have same thinking, different thoughts relate to a better outcome. And when getting advice from someone, it's usually given from their perspective. Now, I'm not saying that a, a therapist can't give advice uh, from a, you know, perspective of, you know, practicality. What I'm saying is, you know, your, your family member, your friends, your boss, they will generally give advice based on their feelings. You know, if they hate vanilla ice cream, they're not going to tell you, go home and have a bowl of vanilla ice cream. You know what I mean? It's just, that's the way it is. And finally, she says, listen to the whispers, which we usually ignore or we just miss altogether. But they're out there. They make a difference. Pay attention to subtleties and see what you know God is is calling all of us to do. And, and it's not what God is calling us to do. It's what we are passionate about doing and God steering us in a direction that may be in, in line with what we want to do or might be slightly off. Go off kilter a bit. Just trust, but go after your passion and what you love. If you passionately hate accounting, maybe it's time to find a different career. It can be done. It has been done. Matthew Kelly says, the purpose of prayer is basically communion with God. You know, uh, it helps us, if not 
more just as much as the person or thing that we're praying for. You know, the, the Holy Spirit resides within us. Now, someone that's Hindu or Jewish or a non-believer may not think that the Holy Spirit's available, but it is. Maybe not as potent as someone that's received sacraments in the Catholic faith, but it's still available. And it's the Holy Spirit's God. Don't pray how we live. If your life is fast, then that's generally how you're going to pray. Get it over with. That, that shouldn't be the case. And anything you can't control is teaching you how to let go. I like that. And it all starts with a thought. Make it a good one, folks. And with that, I will check in with you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.